Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. Our guest today, Paul Olimer. Love Paul Olimer. <laughs> Love Paul Olimer a great deal. Fitness influencer, TikTok star, there's a strong chance you follow him on, uh, as I say, TikTok or Instagram. He is an influencer. That sounds like some sort of branding, an influencer with a difference, but but he he really is. His videos are very funny. He's trying to be... I'm, I'm not going to swear in the intro, but the, the language is a bit fruity on this one. Uh, it's very much a no BS approach. And again, you might be thinking... Can you hear my wife? That's if you want to. You know what? Have this genuine snapshot into life at the Gill House. Printing off for homeschooling. Couldn't make it up, could you? But it's true, as you will discover. Uh, the way Paul talks, he he really is no no BS. And also, his book is so brilliant and so comprehensive that I fear not that he will care. As you'll, you you're gonna as you will discover with Paul, he he really doesn't care. But I put it to him, I said, this book is so comprehensive and so brilliant. I think you've actually done yourself out of the chance of a sequel. And it, and it was something I think he was very aware of. I just think he wanted to deliver deliver a book that was as, as perfect as could be. Um, what he wanted to avoid. What, and again, I'm not naming any, anyone here. He wanted to avoid your classic standard influencer uh, fitness well-being book, which is got to be careful I'll say this but some of those types of books are very much pretty pictures of them doing press-ups and eating cereal which is you know hey we all love those books but Paul really did not want to do one of those books it'd have been very easy for Paul Olimer here's another picture of me doing a sit-up here's another picture of me skipping here's another picture of me tucking into brunch he really didn't want to do that there's science in this book. There's maths in this book. He wants to explain uh, how and why we get fit. Not why we get fit, but the mechanics of getting fit and why the mechanics work, why this book works. It, it's a it's a tremendous book. Is it, did it come out yet? It did, Jemima. It did. This is, this is, if you've never listened before, I can safely say, the, never done an intro like this. Why is the sheets not coming? It's just there. It's just there, my love. There you go. There you go. Just there. Paul Olimer. Cheers, Jane. Paul Olimer, his new book, Fit, is out now. It is fantastic and it's a very different kind of book from a fitness influencer. And I think there is lasting change in there. So, <clears throat> as we talked about in this chat, prior to our chat, I don't know about you, but on lockdown, my fitness routine 
I use the term loosely, maybe four days a week, uh, I managed to get on the exercise bike. But he's saying to maybe, maybe exercise earlier and then do something a bit later on. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to do that. So it's a spin on the morning, maybe a bit of yoga in the afternoon. So uh, what, what, what will strike you about Paul is just how damn likable he is. I, I absolutely loved him. Oh, and straight away, uh, I was, I logged on maybe three minutes past 11. We were supposed to chat at 11. And what I loved about Paul, he hit me hard. He wasn't letting that go. Uh, very likeable, top, top guy. Paul Olimer, you book fit, out now. Hey, how are you? How are you getting on? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Um, you, weren't, you weren't on time. What's that, mate? You weren't on time. You weren't on at 11 o'clock. I'm going to tell you what, mate. We're <laughs> messing, pal. Come on. Mate, mate, I'm going to share something with you. What? Well, from reading about you, I know that you also have two... Uh... Yeah, yeah. Say no more, pal. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you homeschooling as well um i'm not i've got one is up with her mum up north and the other one's going to nursery so i get to drop her off at nine every morning because nurseries are still open i'll be honest with you mate I, i've never been more jealous of anyone in my life <laughs> yeah, <I> know. <laughs> oh. mate, you know when boris was there uh, giving out the when he was doing the speech when he said nurseries, I swear it was like Liverpool scoring in the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boris, I'm just, just going to vote for you at the next election right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, so can you do me a... I'll, I'll, uh, we've only just met. Again, I'm oversharing here. If there's any way you can also press record, I'll tell you... there is, a, And yes, there is a story behind this. Uh, so of all the episodes I've done via Zoom... They've all saved, apart from one, last May. Don't know what happened, but as we said, goodbye, and I closed it, and it just didn't record any of it. Okay, I've clicked record. I've never recorded. I've clicked record. Anyway, it says recording, and it's going like that. Uh, bless your heart. Could not be more grateful. Now, Paul, straight into it. Yeah. We, we've already bonded over my uh, <laughs> lack of punctuality, yeah. which, which I'll be honest with you, given... The, given your book, this is an appalling first impression that I've made. No, 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 at all. Let's get that out in the open. And if no, you, oh, no, at all. As soon as you, no, it's something for me to be able to have a laugh with. That's why. When <laughs> I clicked, it said eleven, not ready. I said, "Look, I'll come back in three minutes now, and I, I have something to say." <laughs> oh, like, I love taking the piss. So it was just my way of breaking the ice, as you say. I mean, like, j- joking apart, if you, if you were my PT and I turned up genuinely late would you that would you say right 10 10 laps around the park you know what i give you i give you a five minutes grace period because i like i'm not gonna lie myself i'm late all the time i give you a five a five minutes grace period and then after that maybe maybe i just wouldn't be there but i'm kind of i'm kind of yeah i'm that sort of person you know no, you're either right. there's no such thing as early they say you're either on time or you're late that's the way that's the one that's the two <laughs> yeah. I used to, no but i i used to be uh I don't think you mind me saying this. About 20, nearly 20 years ago, I was the Crystal Palace reporter for, I mean, I live near, I live near uh, the training ground now, but so I used to, I used to report on Crystal Palace for a local paper. One of my first jobs in journalism. And when Ian Dowie took over, he's like, he's like such a hero to me. But I remember one of the players was late 
and they tried to laugh it off. And I remember Dowie just going, it won't happen again. And you could sense all the other players like, oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but there is something... There is something in that, though, isn't there? The, the, the whole punctuality thing. Either be on time or, you know, yeah, leave the I've, club. I've, I've had managers myself, even, as you could probably know, I have more clubs than Nick Faldo. Um, I've had managers... <laughs> Sign for a new club every three months to get that sign on, aren't um, But um, that's a call um, I, um, I remember there's managers that you'd respect and then there's managers that you just thought were... And the managers that if you were late, like you'd have players getting their double early, like in rugby, because the director of rugby, he'd never... You wouldn't take the piss. You people get there an hour before and you just have a... Like you just relax at the bar until training started or whatever. With football, you can just see like if you people are walking in ten minutes, fifteen minutes late, and stuff like that. You just certain managers you can take the piss and do that with, and then there's certain managers that nobody would do that with. So I think it's a respect thing as well. I think it's I can't remember whose book it is. I think it might be Stan Collymore's autobiography. He says that I think one day in training, Robbie Fowler had Roy Evans in a in a playful headlock, right? Right. <laughs> and this is a team that. Oh, look at it. Bless you. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. oh look at that. Huh? I mean, this is... Uh, to the listener, I've just been gifted <laughs> sort of smoothie that God himself would be proud of. <laughs> and it's great. Look thank at that. you. Nigeria and Ireland all mixed into one there. Come on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> look at you. Don't have to show me your true colours and all. I know you love us. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but also, what, you must think I'm like a little emperor. I turn up like... <laughs> Yeah. They get gifted a drink. What the hell? You've killed your kids because of homeschooling, and then you get what? Yeah. Strangle one of them this morning. Uh, and he, he makes the point. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this was this was a Liverpool team that underachieved badly that particular era, you know, the Spice Boys, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he says in the book, you just can't imagine Sir Alex Ferguson tolerating that. No. Um, now, given your given your ties to sport and your background in sport, who are the people in sport who inspire you? The people you know, you talk about having that respect. Who, who are the guys that that, that you look up that, to? Them? That did. Um, I had when I moved over here. There was um, um, I used to, I was trying my best to play. I, I had Brian Laws. I went to Scunthorpe, and there was a fellow called Brian Laws, but it wasn't him. It was his assistant, Russell Wilcox. I'll never forget it. He was just like a big burly northern like he's like the he would have been like the leader of the night watch if you if you you know what I mean yes. like but, but but he would be the the one in the background do you know what I mean the one that everyone loves John Snow kind of kind of yeah. one that and he was just brilliant he was his energy he was massive northern lad proper and he was just brilliant because he made you love football do you know what I mean he made you with a look he'd make you do extra running and I was only up at Scunny for around around, around a month. But I remember um, before I went down to Bristol Rovers, but I remember just like he his attitude was, you know, what what I what I wanted to be. And then that's what kind of made me go, oh, I might become a coach. And then after Bristol Rovers and fucking um, my wonderful time down in uh, Taunton and stuff, yeah. um, I ended up going to Dagenham and Redbridge. And I, I ended up playing, playing for the reserves for like two years, which was a coach there called Rob Garvey. And again, he was like a big, but this time he was a, he was an Essex man, do you know what I mean? Like that proper East London, like you know what I mean? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, fucking hell, I fucking love this guy. And um yeah, so I think those two were 
definitely my main coaches. And then growing up, it was Andy Cole. But the reason why I'm a Liverpool supporter is because Andy Cole broke my heart and signed for Man United. So the less said about Andy Cole right now, the better. Sure. But, um, yeah. Who, um, so I mean, I've got, I don't think I've ever confessed this on the, after more than 120 episodes. Everyone thinks I'm a Palace fan because I used to, re- and I am a Palace fan. But that was just because I used to report on them and it was like Stockholm Syndrome. I fit, you know, there's the shirt there. But when I was a little boy, I was a glory supporter. It was Liverpool. So it was all about one of my all-time heroes is 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 John Barnes. Who, who were who were your uh, Liverpool heroes then? Yeah, so yeah, again, it was of um, everybody was a glory supporter, like you know, where I lived in Ireland, because in Ireland you don't our local teams. Bohemians, nobody's really supporting Bows, do you know what I mean? So, but you know, you know, I mean, I, I, the thing with Ireland as well is, I'm not, I'm, I'm absolutely not saying you're a glory supporter. So yeah. many, so many Irish sports fans are Liverpool fans, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, the thing from my day when I went into them, Man United were winning everything. Yeah. So, like, everybody was a Man United supporter, and they're all like all my older brothers, glory supporters. I. I like to put that in there. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. all Man United fans. And um, I think when Andy Cole did go to Liverpool, um, that kind of broke. And the only reason I support them is because they hated Man United the most in the world. But that year, I did go over and start watching them. It was it was like the John Barnes, Steve McManaman and all that stuff. And yeah, it was it was good to it was just good to see another team that hated Man United as much as I did. So yeah, that's why that's why I'm here today. Now, one thing about you. Uh, Paul, and this is to any non-football fans listening. I, I don't think a lot of people realise how hard it is for, for 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 professional footballers to transition to life after football. I think Alan Hansen made a documentary years ago that sort of touched on this. Mm. How lucky do you feel that not only have you found a life after football, but you've actually you've actually blossomed past? Yeah, you, I, you, I do. I, I what, what's weird is I. Like I think it was, I always think about my time at Scunthorpe because we played Sheffield United in the friendly. We beat them 4-1. Um, after around 33 minutes, I was blowing out my arse. Do you know what I mean? At half time, they, they took me off and they went, Paul, you need match fitness. That's when I That's when I went down to Bristol Rovers. So I was like, fuck, you know what I mean? Like I'm not meant to be playing for Ireland. You know what I mean? That's the way I taught my head. But but um, but I, I always think to myself, if I continue playing with Scunthorpe and played in League One, and and maybe went down to League Two and stayed conference. I'd never have been able to do what I've done in my life right now. So it's kind of a ble- like I I'd be honest, it's a blessing. Like I my life is better now than it would have been if I. So I always do feel like people put everything into football like I did, but there are so much other things that you can do. Like foot, it's great to be a footballer, and that's a dream for everybody. But it's not the be all and end all, and there's so much better stuff out there and. Oh, I don't know. I, I I think people like you grow up as a kid, isn't it? And that's the the pinnacle of life. But it's not just so. Like I can't I can't really explain how grateful I am that I'm not a footballer because it's not like I was going to be a Premier League or a Championship. You know what I mean? I, I'm a Conference League Two, maybe League One. You know what I mean? And there's nothing to me mates that are all in them leagues. There's nothing wrong with being in them leagues. But it's a job at the end of the day, and it's not like. You're going to be rolling around in Ferraris, and you know what I mean. It's 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 a it's a solid job. Um, it's, it's it's not. It's, it's you're still living a little boyhood dream, but after it, when you're playing in the conference and the league ones and the league twos, you're going to have to get a job. Do you know what I mean? It's not like oh, okay, I finished football now, league one football, and I'm going to be set for life. Not at all. 
So that's why I'm pretty happy that I did not make it, if that makes sense in the, in the end. And I got to play rugby and enjoy myself, if that makes sense. When, when was the moment, can you talk us through, when you realised that you, there was actually there was actually going to be a, a living and a future and so on in, in fitness, in being a fitness influencer? Um, ju, ju, what, what was that like? Because that must have been quite exhilarating, I'm guessing. Yeah, so I then, I think when I was playing football, I was coming to the end of football, and like I, I play rugby as well. I played rugby at school, really good at it, and people that are playing for Ireland were like, I was running over them in school. So I was thinking to myself, I'm going to go play rugby again, because like, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy not, like, football is so much running. People don't understand how much running there is in a, in a football match. But, um, yeah, so when I was leaving football, and I, I had... Um, I had um, I had jobs coming up as a, as a um, as a body double. That was my first thing. What made me able to leave? So Mario Balotelli was my first job in 2010 when he signed for Man City, and he was hot. So I'm getting paid from Nike. Oh well, Nike quite a bit of money to just stand in for him. And I was like, well, I don't really need the football because. The, why I have so many clubs is I kept on going for whoever said they were going to pay me the most money um, in leading semi-pro football. It came to like, I'm a semi-pro footballer now, so um, you're not you're not as good as I once thought I was. I think a lot of people have dreams and then when you actually see the lads doing extra running or the lad that every time a corner comes in, he volleys it and he connects perfectly <laughs> and, and you get one out of three <laughs> you're like oh man maybe maybe I'm not as good as but um, I know it's practice and stuff like that but I think it was at that time then when I started getting all these other jobs um, I was like oh I actually don't need football that much and I can just do it for fun and then it got to the time where I left football for rugby and so I was like here look at and then rugby the, the main thing the thing that happened to me was I was playing rugby um, for a team called Old Altamians. I think that the chairman owns Chip and Pin. Do you know Elton? 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 I think it's near Crystal Palace Way. Right, okay, yeah. Elton. Yeah, yeah anyway. anyway, yeah, and got on a rugby tackle in training and I tore my tricep tendon off. And um, and uh, what's it called again? I couldn't, um, I still can't like hold a full press-up position without it getting, anyway. Yeah, but... I lost a job. I had a job for LucasAid, which was so I was doing Instagram on the side. If yeah. you made it, yeah. And I made, might have had like 50,000 followers or something like that. And I had like a sponsorship with Maxi Muscle. And I was about to get one with LucasAid. And when I tore my tricep, they cancelled it. So I was thinking to myself, okay, I would have got how much money have I just lost? Do you know what I mean? Doing that. So then I said to myself, I'd never play sports again to a proper level. And I'll just do the, do the stuff online. And then it's just picked up really. Yeah, and it's a weird one. I mean, I mean, you know, the the, the numbers that you've got across the socials. I mean, how how, do you, how have you managed that? What's the, what's the secret there? Because lots of people, lots of people try it, but I mean, not the percentage of people who not only break through but also have a hit book out. I mean, it's it's marginal. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's it's a weird one. I think it's um, uh, for me. I, I I've never I've never wanted it as much as other people have. I think. So when I did start Instagram, I started, I started, I'd say my first 50,000 followers was something called Pigeon Wars. So as much as it, I was doing fitness on the side, it was because I was, pigeons kept on shitting on my car and on me and I'd get water balloons and I'd throw them at pigeons. 
So there was something called Pigeon Wars online. <laughs> this is the truth. Uh, anyway, and I, got my, I got my first 50,000 followers from Pigeon Wars. And then after I got 20,000 from, I was sponsored by Maxi Muscle and they had something called Cyclone. And I used to get a bit of protein and I used to put it into me fish every morning. People would be like, oh, have you given your fish protein yet? So I go in and I give, and one of the fish, my fish, it was a black fish, big pub. Uh, yeah, yeah, I call him. And anyway, me and him, he was getting massive. And then I, I must have got up another 20. And then I used to post loads of videos of me lifting heavy weights. And I stopped doing that. And I started doing what I love, which is making skits and having a laugh. And and then it just, and then Instagram just, it just started not being, it started turning into my job, if that makes it not, not a job in a, but I started getting ads from it and, you know what I mean? Be allowed to be more creative. So yeah, it's just, it's brilliant now. It's a, it's my job now. So, yeah. And, and from the book as well. Yeah. It, it, I think part of what you were doing and part of the reason why, I sound like your PR saying this, but no. you're such a breath of fresh air because, and again, I'm not knocking anyone here, but a lot of the other guys are doing a similar sort of thing, posting the same sorts of pictures. Oh. Dare I say, repeating the same sort of stuff. But then you yeah, every exercise I've seen it around 20 times. Oh, you're dead right. Um, the, I, I always do. I look and I'm like, you're not given. You're not really given. People aren't really given stuff to people. I think with my book as well, what I wanted to do was make sure that if somebody buys it, they have like a level two. Fit, so they'll be able to see bullshit when, you know what I mean? So like I, it kind of goes into a bit of a sciencey bit in it, yeah. Quite, but it's, I try to make it like science for dummies. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, this is fitness, but so this is like try to make it like nice so people will be able to intake that because there is one thing I love in this world. It is fitness, but I feel like there's so many people ruining it online, and do you know what I mean? And it's and it's pretty annoying, but yeah, yeah, it's a weird one. Can you, can you just share with the, the listener? Because I think part of the book's USP, and if anyone's listening, when they listen to, the, when they listen to this, they're going to go, oh, okay, that sounds different. Can you talk us through that there is science in the book and there's actually maths in the book? And that's one of the, one of the things that I loved about the book was it was something that I'd not seen before. And it was something yeah. that I'd not, I'd not seen in a book before. So rather than you do the, and again, people know what I'm talking about, rather than you doing the same old... Here's a here's a pretty picture of me. Yeah, no, no pictures. You know. No pictures. I made sure there was no pictures. Which <laughs> are people are like, Paul, is it going to be a pop up book? Because they know me. <laughs> they, know, they know me mentally. I was like, there's going to be no pictures of pop up books in it. But, but um, yeah, people sorry, want to take the fitness seriously. That you know, yes. and, and they want to. What I what I felt from this book is, and I, I'm, I'm going to I'll ask you this question in a bit. But for people that want to take it to the next level, that's the yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Massively. Even for me, when I was writing the book, like I've done like quite a bit of study before this, like, and even when I stopped playing football, I started going into doing strength and conditioning courses and stuff like that. So I love fitness. But when I was writing the book, I was thinking to myself, like, it'd be lovely to like. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Teach people about their cardiovascular system. Do you know what I mean? Or the epoch system. Why, why after they sprint? They need like some time to get like, you know what I mean? So I could get the epoch curve. So, so they know why they're panting. And the thing is, when you start knowing why you're panting, then you probably be like, okay, so if I keep on doing these sprints, that's going to get less. So then let's say it takes you 11 seconds to get your breath back after you do a five second sprint. And you know, it's the, you know, you know, the curves because you've read it in the book. And then next day it takes you three seconds. You know, you're getting fair for me or when I wrote the book or whatever, I started doing cardio. Like I haven't done cardio since playing rugby three years ago, but I was like, Jesus, I don't actually touch my cardio. So now I'm doing cardio a bit just to make sure I'm, and I'm checking my, my, like, here we go. Here's me heart rate. <laughs> Here's me heart rate yeah. to check my oxygen levels and stuff like that. It's weird, but it's, it's kind of getting people to actually know what's going on in their body. Cause the body is an amazing thing, but I feel like people just take it for granted. If that makes sense. So by, by putting in the science and the maths, yep. was it a case of giving people the tools yes, to work yeah. out why we do these things yes. rather than just looking at the same old pictures? Yeah, yeah, massively. So what, what all the science and the maths and stuff like that is basically, so if you go, let's say with the maths, the little math, like powerlifting is, powerlifting will break people's heads. It's like algebra <laughs> anyway, right? Because that's if you want to be as strong as you can, because you need to know when you need to give yourself CNS rest and undulated periodization and stuff. But other other than that, the other maths in it and stuff like that is basically for people to know when they go to the gym, what to do and how to get stronger, if that makes sense. With the, with the science in it, it is, it's basically, I just kind of wanted people to be able to know themselves, if that makes sense. It's not... Like just people will do 15 burpees, but not know why they're doing 15 burpees and stuff like that. And I think with the goal for me with this book is so after you do 15 burpees, you know why you did it. If you're if your body, if you weren't mobile enough um, while you were doing the burpees, you might have been upright. And or when you do a squat, if you're leaning forward, why you're leaning forward, it's ankle mobility that's making you lean forward, which is going to give you a bad posture, you know, stuff like that. Just just so people can click on. Because sometimes I go into a gym and I'm watching somebody squat and I'm watching a personal trainer help somebody squat, but they're not doing the right things. He's not looking at his ankles. He's not looking at his hips. Do you know what I mean? He's like, oh, just let's just put plates. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, no, you've got to break it down. You've got to open up. You know what I mean? And, and that shit hurts me. <laughs> it hurts me. Just watching that shit hurts me. And, and yeah, so it's kind of just trying to get people to know a bit more about themselves when it comes to fitness because fitness is great if you can just tap into it like so your two of my favorite words energy and enthusiasm and i know from chatting with you and from and from the book 
that you genuinely care passionately about helping people whereas again we all know we all know who I'm talking about some people are doing this for the money or for the followers for the mm. fame etc whereas you you are different aren't you yeah i do like to be honest i have um i have a page where like i post like me lifting heavy stuff and and i've i get deals out, like i get quite a few offers to do the old home workouts and do you know what i mean and i've i turn them all down like i've lost sponsorships because i've stopped doing because i don't i think it's shit do you know what i mean but yeah. i what what it is is um a lot of people out there just it's kind of their livings or how they're gonna do you know what i mean thrive in this situation for me i'd rather teach you one time i always feel like if if mentally you're strong enough and you don't need somebody to hold your hand it's like even when i was personal training clients after like five or six sessions i'd be like what else do you need me for other than holding your hand do you know what i mean there's no point and even programs that i sold over the years i give all the knowledge in the program so you can take that and go away in this book it's kind of the same as my programs where i'm trying to give you everything so then if you are getting a personal trainer maybe for one session do you know what i mean if you need and you'd be a, or you get a personal trainer and you'd be able to go he's a shit personal trainer uh, because you've read this and you know that he hasn't checked your nutrition i know some personal trainers that don't even give people nutritional advice after it and that's 70 percent of the goal do you know what i mean so it's it's kind of just getting rid of the shit if that makes sense and getting on your own now part of my language here but in in it, given that you've it feels like you've delivered the ultimate fitness goal setting strength book have you fucked your chance of a sequel yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not it's not fun. so that's the thing i think people are always asking that like i i don't need i don't it's the thing about me is i don't need one you know <laughs> i don't want one i'll do something else i just if there's a if there's a book about how to wear wigs being a black, big black fella that wears wigs i'll do that no bother do you know what i mean so yeah i yeah, don't worry I, this is the i think the one thing that i've learned in life is money comes and goes and i'm you something else will come up do you know what i mean i don't need another book i'm I'm proud of that and i'd rather put everything into something to make it to make people go out and do it and give them drips and drabs if that makes sense now uh, now this this question i ask on behalf of myself but also on behalf of I imagine a lot of listeners. So with my own fitness yeah. down the years, I know for a fact I've just pretty much stayed at the at the same level. Yeah. So I probably look like so we got a, we got a, we've got an exercise bike. We've had it a while. I, I use it four times a week. Right. But what what I'm not able to do is is take it to the next level. Next level. So what what should I be doing to take things to the to that next level? How's your sleep? I know now that the one thing that you've had to say, and you have your two kids, but they're both, your two kids are both schooling. So it's not like you're up all night with them, is it? So, no, I'll be honest with you. We, uh, I'm turning this into a therapy session now. <laughs> yeah. Both go, now, regular listeners will know that we've had troubles with the eldest one on her sleep, but we got one of these night experts. Yeah. It absolutely changed the changed the game, and so both girls more or less sleep all the way through. So sleep right now is is genuinely good. Mate, waking so that's it. Now this is the one. It's a, it's a bit of an annoying one, but if you wake up an hour early, and then if you're at home, you have no weights and stuff like that. It's just about getting the the core foundation body weight stuff done. So I know, like my mate Bradley Simmons, 
is my pal. He's in the book as well. Um, there's there's certain people that actually all they do is body weight. So for you to just get up there and get a little power through before before everyone else wakes up, do you know what I mean? That'll set you on your way on being a bit more pro- prolific. If that, you know what I mean, a bit more about yourself. So yeah, I know exactly I, what I, you mean. So so at the moment, I, I typically it'll be half three, forty minutes on the bike, and then that, half three. In the afternoon. Oh, right. I thought you were saying you were going to get up at three in the morning. I was like, what the fuck? I, I said it in such a cool way as well. I'm going to put half three in the morning. <laughs> you mad bastard. <laughs> right, yeah, so half three. Yeah, you're on the bike. How long that, do you do on the bike? 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Do you ever do any intervals, any pushes, like 20, 10 second uh, sprints on the bike? Or is it just a four minutes, 40 minutes steady space? Yeah, so I, I, I'll be honest with you, I use a certain uh, app. It yeah. begins with a P. They, they don't need me to advertise for Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so they do a lot of purpose. So their instructions are, there's a guy yeah, called Cody Rigsby. Yeah. I think he's brilliant. And it's, but, but, I, but I'm aware that I'm doing, this, I'm doing the same shtick week after week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I like, I'm not, this is not me trying to sponsor my friend, but right now in home workouts, like like for a for a lad like yourself, Bradley Simmons, just do one of his workouts. I'm writing this down. I'm now. I, I I'm for like for like I'm not a home workout man myself. I would never do you know what I mean? It's but if you are stuck at home, you have no gear. Just do Bradley Simmons workouts. He does them daily. You'll be up at half seven in the morning doing them with him. Like I'm not gonna lie, I've done one in, in his last um in the last lockdown, I done one with him with weights and I nearly died. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so if if you could get through doing, a, if you do a full week with him, and then you can come back here and say that you or and like that's in the morning, and then you do your peloton in the evening. Do you know what I mean? That's you get that's you up in your levels. That's good. You just have to up it a little bit. Now, if I'm going to go full QVC mode on the book, go for um, it. who would you would you say this? Would you say this book is for literally? anyone and everyone or is there is there a certain market you're you're targeting with it yeah no i wanted it for everyone to be honest i think when they were doing it they were like uh, who like who's your target and i was like i don't have a target it's fitness you know what i mean and fitness is meant to be for everyone so i think um when because you have your publishers and all and they'll always push you in away or stuff like that but no i i do I, honestly like i do believe fitness is for everyone and i've seen like grannies do you know what I mean coming in at 70 years of age still and then I go into the gym I like I've been I'm in the same gym now six years so I've seen like grannies that have been in there the same gym as me two years so much better than they were when they came do you know what I mean and it's beautiful to see so they're in I see little 16 year old kids that shouldn't be in the gym come into the gym in four years they're big muscly lads do you know what I mean probably don't do no fitness uh, not muscly like big muscly but yeah. like they're, you can see they're solid and they're more confident First time they came into the gym, they're all stuttering and shit. Now they're like in there, they're a part of it. It's like a commune. So they're in there. It's for everyone. Do you know what I mean? It's not It's not like you, you see people just going to classes, like sedentary people that like probably, you know, aren't good at talking to people, but they go into a class, they leave the class, they might not tell to them, but they're a part of something. Do you know what I mean? With me, as I said, I had more clubs than Nick Faldo. I've been to 40 teams. They're all my mates now. Like yeah. I could, I I go into a team and I'm loud. Do you know what I mean? So already I I make mates. But it's such an easy way. I came from Ireland, not knowing anyone here. How I did it was playing football. I wasn't even the best on the team. It's not like I was winning them all games. <laughs> you know, but it was easy for me to like. So it's not like Ronaldo. Okay, everyone's gonna love him because he's great. 
I just come into teams and I just, you know what I mean, just myself. And what it is, is it just brings unity. Do you know what I mean? So that's sport. Like, I, I fucking love fitness because it kind of brings everyone together. So again, I know I've just went on off on a tangent there, but this book is for everyone. Do you know what I mean? Because it should be for everyone. That's, that's my opinion. And then also, you know, given it's January, but also on top of that, given we're back in lockdown, there's no getting away from it. From a mental health point of view, this this book is timely as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the I, I feel like if you do need a bit of a get up and go to even just go out, go for a run, go for a walk. Even I think I, I have something in there about walking. Um, I don't do much walking, but I know that I know the benefits of it. Do you know what I mean? Just to clear your head and stuff like that. It, it, it's all in there. So yeah. Um, in, in terms of in terms of nutrition, quite a few of us, are tr- you know, quite a few people are trying, if not veganuary, that they're, they're, they're maybe watching the meat that they eat. My wife and I, I mean, wife's actually gone vegetarian. I probably eat less meat. Is that anything that you've ever ever tried? I know that in the book you de- you describe yourself as a meathead. Yeah, I am. Yeah, meathead. That's the one. Yeah, I am. Right now, I'm doing. I do one day because of David Attenborough. I watched that bleeding life on our planet. Jesus Christ, he he hurt me. He did. Uh, but one me, it's not like I'm not going to pretend like I'm. I've, I'm off it totally. But I will do like one meal a month where I have no meat. I might. I, it's not like I put in a vegan substitute. But mo- like maybe like some meals, I'll just get the carb. I'll just carbo load. I won't eat as much meat as I can but then there is one meal a month where I'm trying to um trying to go a bit see what it tastes like and anyway eat an honest burger or something I think it's called yeah so yeah. Just, to, just to give it a go and see how it goes because for me like I'm a I always I'm a carnivore or whatever, whatever you call it but yeah you have to when you know shit's the world's coming, like it's not doing too well for the world. And what, when you see what like each cow does and stuff like that, it's just a bit like, whoa. Um, yeah, so if I can stop a little bit of a footprint myself by just not having one day of meat a week, then yeah, that's what I'm doing. Tell you what, there's a, if you ever want anything to watch on lockdown, there's a documentary called Cowspiracy. And it's not... It, it, it's not that it's not, you might if you've not seen it. It's I went into it thinking it'd be one of these documentaries that shows uh, how harshly animals are treated, yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that. It was I was expecting something over there, and it's it's the it was something over there, but it, it's yeah. That's, oh, really? How much the cows are used and stuff for? It's uh, well, I, I won't spoil it. I will. The title gives away more than you will, than you will realise. And then when you're watching it, you'll go, "Ah, oh, okay." But it's on Netflix. Cowspiracy, about an hour and a half. Really good. Okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, Paul. Oh, but, oh, one last question that I always forget oh. to I always forget to ask. It's the it's the name of the podcast, and the amount of times I've forgotten to ask this question is uh, inexcusable. What what do you do for balance, Paul? What do I do for balance? So I wake up every um, day and I think of a stupid video that I can, well, I have a list of stupid videos that I can create because it's my, it, that's my happiness. So then I look on my board, I, I pick one that I'm going to create for the day. I get somebody to film it. I edit it. I post it. I have my lunch, my dinner. If I pick, if I'm on daughter duty, I pick up my daughters on um and then yeah, and then um do 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 a form of exercise um edit again for YouTube now. Um and yeah, and that that's me. Watch a bit of watch one program. I give myself one program before I go to bed. So right now 
I've um, done everything. So I'm on Vikings the final season. So I do one episode before I go to bed every night. So yeah, is it me. good? Yeah, you know what? It's it's okay. It, it's 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 not top tier, but it's good watching. Do you know what I'm trying to say? The first two seasons are great, and then it kind of dwindles out a bit, and then the last season's picking up a bit. And I think I've I've been I've put so much effort into it that I have to <laughs> I have to finish it now. But my, my YouTube algorithm is trying to... The reason why my eyes lit up then is because my YouTube algorithm is clearly trying to get me to watch Vikings. Like, it's not... It's, you know what? There's great characters and there's some scenes. It's it's a 7.5 to 8. Do you know what I mean? If I, could, I know if exactly I could, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Have you watched The Wire before? Yes. The Wire's a 9. You know, The Wire, the Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? There's, there's that top tier and then... Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad, Sopranos, you know what I mean? And, it, and it's coming down a little bit. And then there's The Walking Dead. And then underneath that, kind of The Vikings. That's it. That's where I think that's the best way I can. That's the best way I can there's put a, it. There's a show on Netflix called Titans, which is like, it's it's like lesser DC superheroes. And I enjoy it, but I put that at a six. Right, right, right. Yeah, this is all. Have you watched The Boys? Yeah. That's very good. I, I was shocked. I, I I enjoyed that. The superheroes. I thought, okay, very good. One of the I've got a confession. One of the I, I interviewed one of the guys from the boys, and so the uh, they got one of the artists to draw me as a supervillain. Oh, that is sick. <laughs> <laughs> that is unreal. That My is... eldest daughter loved how that they got the uh, the belly just right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! I see you have the Batman's and all. Are you proper into your um, your DC? Are you? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. How about yourself? Well, I'm more of a Marvel man myself, but you know what I mean. DC's all right. Well, tell you what. Before we go, then, which which mar- which Marvel would you recommend I read, and I'll recommend a DC for you. I'm a Hulk man all day long, so it's always, it's always been the Hulk for me. But... Mate, Planet Hulk is one of the greatest comics I've ever read in my life. <laughs> I love that, mate. You're in it, isn't it? That, yeah, I love that. I love that. So go on, go on, DC. Who's so I would the... say there's, there's a there's a, a well there's a writer there's a writer artist combo uh, called Snyder and Capullo. I'll email Harriet right, mm. and these guys had a run on Batman, and the Snyder and Capullo run. On Batman, he's widely regarded as the greatest run in Batman history. So, uh, you know, it's recently, and they still do they still do stuff now. Uh, but th- if I was going to pick one, they Batman do Superman. It has to be, doesn't it? In between the yeah, I mean, I'm more of a ba- I'm more of a Batman guy. I think because he's got no superpowers. I think that's why I like okay, you know because yeah, yeah. technically you know you can kill him. You should be able to kill him quite easily. But the fact yeah, that he's still be able to he should he should be very dead by now. But there's there's one called Death of the Family, which is a, almost a reimagining of an old Batman comic called Death in the Family, where Robin dies. This was from like the 1980s, I think. And so that, there's a, a modern day twist on that that is fantastic. I'll, I'll put it in an email to Harriet, though. Absolutely brilliant. I, fucking, I love that, man. I love that. Uh, Paul, mate, I'll I tell you what, I feel like we've been friends for about 20 years. <laughs> Good. It started off beautifully as well. <laughs> killing, killing your children and getting a, and getting a green glass in Nigeria. To fucking... <laughs> I, I knew we were going to be all right because the, the, our very first opening was you giving me a, a deserved verbal jab to the jaw. <laughs> and we were away. Oosh. Uh, all right, Paul, I, I deserve that. All right. Uh, Paul. Pleasure. 
Bless you, mate. Take care. Thanks very much for having us, man. Have a good Thank day. Thank you. That was great. Take care, bro. Cheers, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, huge and heartfelt thanks to Paul. What an absolute ray of sunshine. And talk about <laughs> talk about honesty as, as the day is long. Uh, yeah, what a, what, a, what a great guy. I, I absolutely love that chat. As soon as the chat finished, I, I immediately emailed the person who set it up just to say, wow, what a guy. Um, if you don't follow Paul on the socials, you should do. He's a, he's a breath of fresh air. We will, we've, we've hyperlinked Paul on this episode of the podcast. We've also hyperlinked how you can buy his book. It's out now. Paul Olimer. If you're searching for it, it's O-L-I-M-A. I've, I've gone full QVC. I'm not, I'm never afraid to do that, as you well know. Uh, it's a, it's an absolutely, um, it's a barnstorming book. And as he says in the chat, he, when he laughed while he was saying it, he was like, no pictures. He just want, he just wanted this to be a, a pure book about fit and getting you fit. And if you are fit, then getting you fitter. Um, yeah. What, what a, what a tremendous chap. Uh, we'll see you as always next Monday. Oh, if you've enjoyed it, do us a huge favor. Please share. We are at balance LDN. I'm at James Gill comedy. Thank you all. As always, take care. Goodbye. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex ultra soft tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex ultra soft tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.